Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast. We're here today to talk about who would win, the cuttlefish or the vampire squid. Vampire squid. For this competition, each animal will be judged on three different categories. First, how the animal hunts. Second, what their adaptations are and how they'll help them. Third and final category will be their defense mechanisms and who or what their predators on. Based on these categories, whichever animal scores best two out of three will be crowned champion of the sea. First into the ring, we have the cuttlefish. And before we get started too much, if you haven't seen a picture of a cuttlefish or a vampire squid, Just go ahead right now and take a look at what they look like because they are some crazy looking creatures. So we'll just pause for a sec here for you. All right, great. Welcome back. So the cuttlefish, they are a cephalopod, just like a squid or an octopus. They can range anywhere from 15 to 25 centimeters, and they often weigh 11 pounds. But I did see somewhere that the heaviest cuttlefish ever recorded was like 25 pounds. That's that's a hefty cuttlefish. Yeah, that's a pretty big cuttlefish. That's a pretty big cuttlefish. Uh, cool thing about them, they have W-shaped pupils, eight arms, and two tentacles. Wow. And they also have an internal shell, which is called their cuddle bone. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. They live one to two years, and as soon as they're done mating, the male dies, and then as soon as the female lays the egg, uh, she also dies. Unfortunate. Really quite a bummer for both of them. Don't have kids. Uh, They live mostly in shallow waters due to their diet and the adaptations they have, Uh, but they can go as deep as 2,000 feet. Uh, and they live in oceans all over the world, except for around the Americas. Next into the ring, we have the vampire squid. The vampire squid is also a small cephalopod. This animal can be found in temperature and tropical oceans around the world. It lives in depths about 2,000 to 3,000 feet under the water. And down there, it's about like... Two to three degrees Celsius, it's, it's a pretty cold place. The vampire squid was originally discovered at the beginning of the 20th century and initially classified as an octopus due to the similarities in appearance, but later realized that it doesn't have enough qualities to be considered an octopus and doesn't have enough qualities to be considered a squid either. So it's kind of its own specific, unique little thing. The vampire squid can get up to about one foot and will weigh about one pound when it's fully grown. Contrary to the vampire squid's name, it is not named that because it is a blood-sucking scary little thing. It's actually named that just because of the color that it is. The squid is a blackish or reddish color, and the eyes, depending on what light it is in, are a deep red or a bright blue.
right, round one is their hunting skills. So the cuttlefish, they eat mollusks and crabs and shrimp and fish, octopus, worms, and other cuttlefish, which mm. is gross. A little bit. A little bit. Um, and when they're hunting, their biggest tool is to use camouflage to sneak up on their prey on the floor. And then they'll, like, blast a jet of water out, like, with their, like, fin tool things uh, to uncover their prey from the sand. And then they also have these tentacles that are extendable. And they mm. reach out and they can snatch their prey. Pretty convenient. <laughs> and then they're, like, razor sharp. And then once they have them, they, like, suck their prey back in and they have beaks. And then they crunch up their prey. That's why so much of their food is, like, hard-shelled food is because they can crunch it up. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so, like, when they're hunting for food, they're cuttlefish. They can instantly change their color based on surroundings. Like, that's something that cuttlefish are really good at is they just change what they look like immediately. Um, and a lot of the time, they'll do, like, a light show, like, on their body to hypnotize their prey. So then they just... Mine is also able to do that kind of light show thing. Um, throughout their whole body, they actually have um, little kind of light reflector things, which are mostly used to distract their prey, not actually used for their hunting skills, more of when they're being hunted. Um, but vampire squids actually don't eat a ton they really only eat about two to three times a week. And um, they're the only known living cephalopod that doesn't actually eat any living animals for food. They actually eat like marine snow, which is considered to be dead plankton creatures and fecal pellets. They eat poop. Yeah, they eat poop. <laughs> but... When they're eating, they really don't actually do much. They kind of just open their tentacles to the dead plankton and poop and kind of <laughs> just scoop it in and then, like, shut their tentacles, and it just kind of goes up to their mouth. So they really don't actually have any helpful hunting skills, mostly because they don't actually have to eat living animals. I'm, I'm gonna say uh, cuttlefish wins this round. Yep. Cuttlefish win the hunting. Alright, round two is adaptations. So, cuttlefish, honestly, amazing adaptation. So their biggest adaptation is that they can change their color, shape, and texture in the blink of an eye. Like, it takes, like, seconds for them to completely change how they look, and it's adaptive camouflage which is where they can change their color and texture of the skin it's by using like elastic pigment sacs mm. um that are called hang with me here chromatophores um and so when they change their colors or their texture they really are good at looking like coral or sand or, like, an algae-like plant, but they're not good at, like, camouflaging to other stuff. Like, they can't just, like, camouflage into, like, another fish or, like, just blue, like, the water or anything. Huh. Um, 
And then they have a cuttlefish bone, which is a really cool tool that they have in their body that helps them with buoyancy. So within the bone, they can control the ratio of air to liquid in their bodies. And that's like what makes them move really easily um, through the ocean. Um, and that bone is what makes them unique from their squid relatives. Squid don't have that. Um, but I think another really important detail that the cuttlefish have that help them um, to live is their W-shaped pupils. And it's like pretty well known in the scientific community that they have the most advanced eyes in the animal kingdom and they're like pretty high up there. And their eyes basically allow them to see in front of them and behind them at the same time. And then because it's their pupils are W-shaped, like the extra part on the top like drowns out excess light. So it's not like hard for them to see around. Now for the vampire squid's adaptations. The vampire squid has a very gelatinous body, which is jet black to a palish kind of red color, depending on the location and lighting conditions. Um, the vampire squid has eight arms that are connected by a webbing kind of lining. Um, so each row has a fleshy spine-like projection and the distal portion of each arm has little suckers and that's pretty cool I think yeah and the eyes of the vampire squid are pretty proportionate to its body but are actually um the largest eyes in their animal kingdom category which is pretty cool and then the mature adult vampire squids have a special small fin that projects them well projects from the side of their body furthest from their eye which kind of helps them to be able to swim a little bit faster away from their predators um and they also have a beak that's located in the center of the circle of their arms which is really just used for eating and they also um have two white spots on their head that are photoreceptors, which kind of help them detect their predators. Um, they also have to survive in an oxygen, an oxygen minimum layer, which where they live about 2,000, 3,000 feet down, only has about 3% oxygen. Um, so the vampire squid has a very slow metabolism rate that causes them to need little oxygen to survive um it's a method of using very little energy so it mostly just drifts and instead of actually swimming and the vampire squid contains salatothus from the greek for balancing stones i guess and it keeps it naturally buoyant and the squid also has really weak muscles and moves mostly using its fin so unlike other squid or octopus octopi it doesn't actually propel itself when it's swimming it usually just uses its fin unless it's trying to get away from its prey then it'll use jet propel pro pollution something <laughs> but it doesn't actually use it. it just kind of floats most of the time so overall after listening to those facts the cuttlefish definitely has superior adaptations 
two. They can change colors. Yeah, mine can't. Yours just sits there. It yeah, it really Sorry. just floats. Sorry, vampire squid. Doesn't do Got much. Cool stuff, but you really just float. So winner of round two, cuttlefish. All right, round three is our defense mechanisms and predators round. And, you know, the cuttlefish, really pretty uh, out, of luck, come out of luck when it comes to predators. They have a ton of predators. They've got dolphins, sharks, seals, seabirds, and, of course, other cuttlefish. And they are not fast fit, like animals. They have a fin that wraps around, and that's basically all that moves them. Um, they're not really made to be fast, so if a predator is coming after them, they can't really, like, just swim away really fast. Um, but they have an ink sac that works really well. They just shoot the ink out at the predator, and then they get far enough away so they can just use their camouflage skills and hide. Um, yeah, so basically just their color and texture changing ability is the only defense they have against predators. Uh, and their ink kind of helps them to get there. But otherwise, they just will lay on the seafloor and change to different colors so they can't be seen from above. That's all they do for mm. that. So kind of kind of lame. Kind of lame. Vampire squids honestly don't have a ton of predators. Their only predators are large fish, whales, and sea lions. So they're not really up against much. But the vampire squid's whole body is covered in light-producing organs called photopores, um, which help them produce light to attract their prey and to distract their predators. So this light can last about, like, 10 minutes, um, which serves them to dazzle, would, dazzle who their predators would be and allow the vampire squid to disappear into the blackness without having to actually swim very far seeing as how they don't, like, need to swim very fast. Um, but the display is made only if the animal is very agitated. Um, so it doesn't happen all the time. It's only when they are feeling threatened. But when they are feeling threatened, they're also able to kind of, like, fold into themselves. So they introvert themselves in their skin and a expose their spines, which is all, like, their pointy little jaggedy things that come out of their tentacles. Pokey bits. Pretty much. And their um, suction cups, which if their predator gets that close to them, it kind of just sucks them up. (laughs) So, honestly, I'd say the vampire vampire squid is better defense mechanism, and they have way less predators. Yeah. Vampire squid winner, round three. All right, folks, that's it. Three rounds, and the winner is... The the Cuttlefish! cuttlefish. Woo! Cuttlefish win this round. They're a really cool animal. Um, I definitely recommend checking out the vampire squid and the cuttlefish. They're pretty creepy-looking animals. Yeah, YouTube's got some great resources. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Peace. (laughs)